Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and thank you for joining us. As always, delighted to be spending our Saturday with you live. If you want to listen to us, there's many ways you can do that. However, you're listening now or you can listen live on the WS Radio app. Download that. That's easy to use. You can get us at uh, WSRadio.com. Also, uh, you can hear us on uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and multiple other ways. And you can also hear us on Twitter. Marsha, how do they do that? Well, kind of our Twitter cast. <coughs> oh, my goodness, is fun. Because producer Kurt is doing that live on Twitter through Periscope. And to give you a little visual, you may see a picture of my cat. You may see a picture of our Ibo. But basically what you're going to have on there is you're going to hear the podcast, uh, aside from the fact that Kurt may possibly be uh, talking to the uh, cat and the Ibo and the the whole thing. But if you really want to hear us later, what you need to do is Get on iHeartRadio, iTunes, listen to us in the archives if you miss us. Want to say hi to Uncle Bill, Success Train, and Jim Katzman. I love that graphic. You're adorable. He did a Simpsons graphic for us. Um, good to see everybody. And how, how did you enjoy your past two days, Mark? Well, uh, there were some ups and downs. The down was the major earthquake we had in California that spread everywhere uh, in California. We felt it. I'm sure you felt it. My son happened to be in Las Vegas. He felt it. So it was all over the place, frankly. Uh, then uh, we lost Kawhi Leonard on the Lakers but gained Boogie Cousins. So it was a crazy sports week in Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty crazy week, i got to say. How about you? Uh well, uh, people, you know, have been contacting me from all over the country, and I did post a video on Twitter and Instagram of my pool on that last earthquake we had, which was crazy. I mean, it was like well, you could have started surfing. It, it was something. And people don't really understand, and it's hard to understand, um, is that when you get an earthquake, unless you're right on top of it, it's not going to affect you as much. It can still be a 7.1. It will always be a 7.1. Um, Dr. Lucy Jones was on the TV of Caltech giving us reports. Even though she had retired, I was so glad she came back for that. And that was one of the things she ex- explained. It was a different fault line than Los Angeles, too. We still felt it. It was still upsetting. But eh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, nobody was hurt, nobody was damaged, but the poor people of, is it Ridgefield? Is that the city? Uh, something like that. I had never something actually heard like of it Something like that, before. okay. Yeah, yeah I, don't know, I don't know the name either. <laughs> it's Ridgefield, and uh, we want to pray for the people of Ridgefield because we were in a big, big earthquake here in 1994, and I know what it's like. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, it was it was awful, and there were some fires and a lot of things that went on in uh, in that community. So yeah, as Marsha said, we're thinking about you. That's a tough one. Um, so yeah, well, let's move on. Okay. Uh, oh, we we I do think it's worth talking about. And you mentioned the warning system. Um, th- that's an interesting thing. And yeah, a lot that of was people, your story. <laughs> uh, the warning system. Yes, it was. Um, I don't think that was, but that's okay. I'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it was. It. 
Um, any, in any event, the warning system basically is supposed to pre-warn you uh, about when an earthquake is coming. But apparently the fallacy in that system is, and, and, I, and you're right, Marcia, it is my story. The, um, the fallacy is that the, it only triggers at above a 3.0. So it's supposed to give you about 30 to 40 seconds of lead time. Now, wait a minute. The LA one is supposed to trigger at 6.0. I was listening yesterday to, it was the USGS and our mayor who was doing the apology patrol to everybody in Los Angeles because we got no warning. Uh, There are two apps. There's one that's a government app, and there's one that's a Los Angeles app. And the Los Angeles app has a uh, a 5.0 threshold or something like that. Anyway, everybody was on. And that's why it didn't trigger. Uh, According to uh, what's what's her name again? Lucy, uh, the one from uh, the earthquake? The lady you just mentioned. Lucy Jones? Lucy okay. Jones, yeah. Lucy Jones had mentioned that it is supposed to trigger above a 3.0, and it didn't reach that in Los Angeles. So that's the reason it did not trigger here in Los Angeles. And um, so, it, you know, I, I don't know what we would have done with that information anyway had we had it. And I'm assuming, as you say, I'm assuming it did trigger in in. Uh, no, it's a with... Los Angeles app. It's not for. Right. It's not for that place um an article in curb this morning said two large earthquakes rattle la but where was the early warning no alert from the city's new early warning app for the 6.4 or 7.1 quakes and that that was i'll share that with you because when people know hey you've got an app hey it's going to go on your phone um yeah people are expecting it and i think if we would have had the warning it would not be as creepy as it was Um, In a January press conference, it said the app was intended to send an alert for earthquakes of magnitude 5.0 and above when shaking is felt in Los Angeles County. I'll share that on Twitter right now. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it was it's been a a interesting couple of days here in Los Angeles, needless to say, on on pretty much all fronts. Um, And I hope. Okay, uh, so I have to tell you. So we have the 4th of July and, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like you have given up on privacy, which I haven't. But what I have given up on is getting upset about fireworks. I just keep an eye out that my backyard doesn't catch fire. That's about it. It's against the law here in Los Angeles. And yet, again, they were going off everywhere. Were they going off near where you lived? Yeah, all, all over the place. It's terrible. It's just terrible because we live in a dry area and reporting it is a waste of time. But I wondered, do we really know what's in fireworks? And did you know where most of our fireworks come from? Uh, I have. Well, I thought it was China and I thought it was uh, gunpowder. But beyond that, well, I don't know. It's mostly China. But second is Israel. I tweeted a chart this week. Yeah, who knew? It's, it's, well, you know, makes sense little. I don't know. But anyway, so I find this story, and yeah, it's got black powder in it, which is a mix of potassium nitrate, charcoal, and sulfur, which makes uh, fireworks go boom. (laughs) Right. Okay, so as the potassium nitrate burns, lets off oxygen. Oxygen helps charcoal and sulfur burn, too. So that produces the gas that makes it hurl into the sky. So that's your rocket portion. 
Now, the colors come from metal salts. If you burn strontium carbonate, magnesium alloy, and copper chloride, you get red, white, and blue. <laughs> For greens, oranges, or yellows, you use barium chloride, calcium chloride, and sodium chloride. It's all science. Mm -hmm. And then there's dextrin, which is a starchy stuff you, that they usually do to bind things together. And that's a water-soluble powder that is used to you know, thicken it, hold it all together. Um, yeah, it's a safety thing. And then you got antimony trisulfate, which I didn't know what that was. Never heard of that. It's also, it, that's what gives the glittery effect found in safety matches and camouflage paints. So that's kind of interesting. It's yeah, also been bet. shown to cause lung cancer in rats. Wonderful. <laughs> And I, I, there's been a lot of articles, by the way, of, about how these fireworks affect your animals and how they're harmful and painful and dogs and cats and whatever go crazy when they hear the noises. So uh, if you, it's, you know, Fourth of July is now over. But if you have situations like that, you want to keep your dog inside during that because it can be very dangerous for your animals. Well, we ended up spending our entire day yesterday. I couldn't get any work done. We rescued a dog that was out wandering the streets, and we brought him into the backyard. And luckily, L.A. has a great network of shelters and people who will take care of him. We just posted on Facebook and on the Neighbors app, and somebody from one of the shelters came out to scan him. Poor little thing did not have a microchip and if you have a dog you should always have a microchip and i mean the chance that they get out you never want to see them again that's terrible but he did right. have no microchip so if anybody's from the la valley and you lost a, an adorable little black chihuahua mm. he's at a shelter and you can reach them on facebook san fernando mm. valley lost and found so that's oh, yeah right that. mark you're right that's the bad thing about fireworks yeah it is uh okay so samsung announced a launch well, that's about it i mean that what else can we say because we don't know yeah there's rumors and all the different places say "Ooh, there's going to be a launch but on on august 7th they will unveil new devices that's all we got on the invitation um it's going to be in brooklyn and it's going to be a huge big deal august 7th i believe is a wednesday so i'll be coming back with all the information I don't know what it's going to be, and again, we don't do rumors here, so what can I say? <laughs> no, right, exactly. Okay, uh, and then you, you were talking about some kind of spam content. Well, yeah, this, okay, it's time that we can't believe what we read anymore. We just can't believe what we read anymore. Um, there's political disinformation, there's advertising, and now they have artificial intelligence center uh, systems that can create not only fake news, but blogs, <laughs> websites, and marketing spam. All you have to do is feed in the keywords, and I've seen this in action when I was doing work with IBM with uh, Watson. Mm. Watson. Watson could pull out of all the Internet interactions the current hot keywords. So that if you were going to write a blog post, you'd know what to put in it. Right. So basically, but now it can write legible articles, or at least better than some people write, which 
considering the quality of writing on the internet, it's a little tough. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So basically, they are writing uh, articles, like I said, political disinformation, bad marketing, bad product information. It's just terrible, and it's happening, and it's here. So I don't know. You have to now, really, you cannot judge what you read on the – well, you couldn't before, really. We kind of all knew that, but we still read things on the Internet. I think we're going to have to get back to having real news reporters and real journalists that we trust because, honestly, there's nobody that we that I trust right now on the networks. That Right. You know, it's all entertainment. So if we want to, you know, live in peace here, we're, we're going to have to learn how to – Find the good content and cheap text AI generators. Uh, they say it could create a tsunami of bad content, even children's books. I mean, there's no end to where the propaganda machine can end, and it's happening, and it's happening now. I sent you yeah. this article from The Verge, right? I mean, kind of mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very, you know, and it's interesting, not not this is exactly content, but this is spamish. Uh, and I think I made a mistake when I was getting a lot of spam, e spam emails. And I real, you know, and it, you have a little item where you click and it says unsubscribe. So they did that a few times th thinking, yeah, this will work. Well, I think what happened is they may have unsubscribed me from that email, but they added me to six. But they signed you up for others. six others. <laughs> oh, my God. And I am getting endlessly. So now I'm just dropping in my – I don't know what to do about it. I'm dropping in my uh, iPhone junk folder, and hopefully that filters it in some way. But it's despicable. And well, the thing these... is what you need to do with Google, just as a tip, if when you're in the Gmail app on your smartphone – you can mark it as spam, and that way Google, it goes into Google's database of spam. Of spam, and, right. Yeah, and that takes care of it. Google has a real – by using the actual apps instead of the phone's email, you have a lot more power to get rid of spam and such. Well, I would hope so. I mean, it, it is – It's just, I, I thought some of the most horrible yet – uh, the cleverest were the ones where they tell you, if you'd like to unsubscribe, hit here, and then you go to the site, and there's no way to unsubscribe. So they get okay. you to go to the site, but you can't unsubscribe anyway. And then, like I say, once you unsubscribe, suddenly you've been added to 300 other emails. It's just, it just god-awful. I'm, I'm so tired of this crap. Uh, and I guess we'll live with it because I'm not sure that anything's going to happen with it, and uh, we shall see. Um, okay, so okay, I came across a story this morning which was really good, and it was from Will <clears throat> Will Aramis, and he's a longtime tech writer, and he mm -hmm. wrote this on Me Medium, and it was Amazon is watching. Now, we kind of thought that, like I told you, yeah. I, are you still using your uh, your Echo? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, well, we unplugged ours. We actually plug it in when we want to use it, <laughs> which is kind right. of fun. Yeah. It takes a minute to power up and mm -hmm. stuff, but then it's okay. But he wrote a very in-depth article about how the Internet giant is wiring homes, neighborhoods, and cities with cameras and microphones. And when you think about it, 
the Echo Auto is going to be in your car. The cameras that they are making for sale at very inexpensive prices. Mm. The Echo in your house. The Ring Doorbell. And Amazon.com, which has all your shopping history, what pages you went to, probably follows you off the, over the Internet. I mean, just because tech can be misused doesn't mean we should ban it, I guess. That's what right. the head of An Amazon's cloud business said. But I don't know. How do you feel about being watched at every step by one well, company I, I, yeah, who, you know, I hate who keeps it, it off? I, I think it's horrible. And I and as I, you know, as I talk about it all the time on the show, I give up. I mean, you you did something proactively by unplugging your Echo, but you know, for the most part, I, I think it's an awful thing, and I think we should have our privacy. I just, I gave up because I didn't think I could do anything about it. So sadly, I move on with life and let them. I don't have anything very exciting to hide. So go for it. You know. You know, the interesting thing is, Mark, that I've found when I've been researching this. It's not a matter of what we have to hide. Um, it's just who we are and what we do. If we mention, let's just say, in a paranoid universe, <laughs> okay, yes. um, if you have Internet connected always on microphones or and or cameras in your kitchen, living room, or bedroom, they hear everything you say, everything right. you talk about buying. I mean, who hasn't seen ads for stuff? After discussing it with your spouse, I mean, this happens to me all the time. It just can't be just, ooh, that circumstance, that, that couldn't just really happen. You wouldn't think so, would you? Right, but it does. So um, it's harder to delete your recordings from an Echo than a Google Home or an Apple iPod. Not that, you know, I think any of them are any better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and that... Amazon show. I wonder how many of those are really selling. You know, they have the commercials on TV. Have you seen the commercials where they uh, uh, show yes. grandma and grandpa ooh, seeing the whole family dancing, right? Right. Now, also, the smart doorbell, the ring doorbell, lets Amazon, as well as you, watch the other people outside. Now, what goes on in a gated community is not that fascinating. No. But, you know, what goes on in the city, they can keep track of people coming by. They can keep track of all kinds of things. And then when you add the Neighbors app into it, you got a whole bunch of mess. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to share Will's article right now on Twitter. And if you have a chance, it's on Medium. Give it a read because it's really a good piece. Yeah, that's so. uh, that's very interesting, and and there is a lot, and I don't like I say. Hopefully, there are things we can ultimately do to uh, make that go away, but I have my doubts. Uh, this story was actually kind of reminiscent of something we had a few years ago, which was when Samsung's batteries blew up on their plane, and ap apparently, yeah, I don't know that this is news. Does it, doesn't batteries blowing up on a plane like is that kind of like just happens? We just have to expect it. You know, we haven't seen it in a long well, since the Samsung, which has been what two or three years now. We haven't seen that happen. Uh, but apparently, a Virgin flight had an emergency landing because a portable phone charger they said likely caused the passenger seat to catch on fire. I mean, the last place you want to be when a fire breaks out is on a plane. Right. So, 
you know, it's, it, it is scary. An A30 Airbus was flying from New York uh, to London, but was forced to land in Boston after the passenger seat ignited. Uh, and they say that it was consistent with a battery pack that had uh, appearance of explosion. So I don't know. Uh, and I don't know what you do. Uh, again, I don't know what you do about that. You know, everybody Well, the thing is, first them. of all, at least people are less putting them in their, what is it? Carry-on? Where are you? Where are you allowed to carry the batteries? You're allowed to carry it in your carry-on, but not in your checked baggage. Is that the story? Yes, I believe that's right. Okay, so at least people are paying attention to that. We've yeah. got to give people props for something. Right, exactly. Well, I guess Samsung, uh, clearly Samsung must have fixed the problem, obviously, because you haven't heard that since they, all those, all those things were blowing up. So, uh, but it is, uh, apparently it is somewhat of a, still a problem. And I'm not 100% sure, like I say, what you can actually do about it, but it becomes a problem when, when you're sitting on a plane and all of a sudden the uh, seat catches on fire. So, I don't know. Uh, another wonderful story that we can't really do anything about. You know, we, we, we bring you the nose, we just, news. We just don't necessarily have the solution to all your we problems. We bring you the nose. We do bring we you bring the, the nose. We bring the nose and the news. Absolutely Because the nose is sure. important for smelling the fire. So, uh, so we'll see. Um, okay, so Prime Day is, let's see, is that two weeks or is that ne- Today is the fifth. So we've still got about ten days till Prime Day, right? Um, yeah. And Marsh and I have talked a lot about, you know, we almost never buy anything on Prime Day. And now you've got all these companies like Target, and there was another one that was at Walmart that was also doing something similar. But if in preparation for Prime Day, you could do the following things to save yourself a little money. Uh, you can join for free for 30 days. So um, then, it will, of course, it will give the option of, of buying you know, and staying on Prime and spending the twelve ninety nine a month for uh, your subscription to Prime. But if you want to just try it for the month and see if you like it, that's actually a very good way of doing. You can get it for free. Uh, just do it. You know, the day before Prime Day comes out, or a couple of days before. Make sure you have enough time to do that. Uh, if you're a student, you can join as an Amazon student. Amazon students get a discounted Amazon Prime rate when they join. Uh, we've talked about this before, but they can sign up and get a six-month trial that includes free two-day shipping on Prime items as well as access to Prime Video, Amazon Photo, Prime Reading, and free same-day delivery. Uh, once the trial is up, they will then charge you $59 a year, which is um, about half the price of what a normal price would be. Uh, you can also get what they call an EBT or Medicaid discount. If you have a valid electronic benefit transfer or a Medicare card, you can sign up for Amazon Prime for $5.99 a month for up to four years. Um, after Amazon verifies your account, you can then be eligible for their free two-day shipping, Prime Video, and all the other goodies that they have. Um, you can also spend $25 or more. On orders of 25, you get that uh, with delivery. It's in five to eight business days. It's not the two-day delivery, but in many cases, that doesn't really make a lot of difference. And so with many items, uh, you know, it's not too hard to get to the $25 free shipping thing. And uh, you can also do a subscribe and save. Uh, do you do any of the subscribe and save? Every month. Every month yeah. we have a subscribe and save order that comes by. Um, first of all, I do pet food. Yeah. Amazon has pet food. It's delivered. And plus, the more you buy through subscribe and save, the more you save. Um, some of my orders, I save 15% off the yeah. Amazon price. 
So, yeah, I do pet food. I do um, bathroom items once every three months, new hairspray or or, or whatever, uh, things that I generally use around the house. Because, I mean, to save 15% is not a bad idea. That's a great savings. And I do it for our vitamins, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's a great way to do it. Uh, there's a, a site you want to check out called freeshipping.org, which continually updates. They have a database of thousands of free shipping codes for online stores. And uh, there's some browser add-ons like uh, priceblink.com, coupons at checkout, invisible hand, They that if you go they will give you a code for a particular website. I find it works, and Marsha, I don't know if you do this. I assume you do. I find it works about half the time that when you yep. enter one of these codes, they just don't work on the site they tell you to. But sometimes they work, so it's certainly yeah, worth doing that. Yeah, sometimes they work. Yeah. Be- so by the I- way, so before we cut out and we're about to close out this segment, I yeah. just wanted to throw in something which I thought was really funny that I saw on 9to5Mac. Most uh, Now, if you have a phone, folks, I think it's your responsibility to know what your phone does. <laughs> like, well, that seems um, to make sense. Right? Most iPhone XR owners don't know what model they have, and many believe that it does 5G. <laughs> only, only 44% of iPhone XR owners were able to identify their own devices. Wow. And the rest of them said, sure, we, we've got 5G. Yeah, I'm ready for 5G. My phone can do this. Um, it's ridiculous. Now, come on, if you're paying money for a phone, now, of course, they throw in the ageism thing that if you're 59 plus, you don't know. You know 71.32% of the people have no idea what their phone does. Okay, I'll give you maybe a pass on that. Right. <laughs> or 57-year-olds. There are 57% that don't know. But pretty much, I'll share this article. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, you well, have a phone. Fun. You pay green money for it. What's the story? You need to know what it does, right? <laughs> Well, and there's you know there's a lot of iPhones that have well it's the XS Max Plus 12, 14, 15. You know there are so many different models sometimes of phones that it's difficult to actually know which phone model you have. Yeah, but know and, what you're buying, folks. Well, you I would mean, think that would be a good yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. Yeah, 5G for everybody. <laughs> Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio, with a worldwide leader in internet talk. Thanks, Kurt. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now, WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash expressfunding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding. And additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goli, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 